You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not reflect those of webmasterradio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital. Well... Well, what? I'm always struggling with what to say there ever since you said, hey, John, I can't do that anymore. <laughs> no more weather comments. Yes, yes, exactly. Even though it's been the hottest few days since I've moved up north to New York, it's been in like the upper 90s for the past couple of days. Oh, I'd be very be happy to much. go down south to Alabama next week where it's only in the 80s. Oh, must be nice. Yes, no doubt. Um, yeah, it's not so that it's, – it's muggy, muggy and really warm. But not hot. All right, that's enough weather for three shows. So yes, there we go. <laughs> now, <laughs> um, well, we got a few things. One thing I wanted to share with everyone—I just thought this was hilarious—was um, a post on the New York Times, quote unquote, "Bodybuilders flinch at Google's Venice Beach incursion." <laughs> I read that article too. That's awesome. Oh my god! This one quote from it though is so perfect. So first of all, everyone, it's it's about. Um, Google's buying a whole bunch of office buildings right down at the beach, and uh, it's going to be right next to where the bodybuilders are, and they're, all the bodybuilders are freaking out that they're going to be moved out, kicked out. Well, one of the buildings they bought, they won't. One of the buildings they bought was the building that the world famous Gold Gyms at Venice Beach is in. So those those yeah. guys are like worried that they're going to get kicked out of their like institutional space. Well, they're also talking about the front though, where yeah, out, out in the actual sand, you know, where they or whatever it is where they do the workouts. Oh yeah. 
that's I think what they're worst worried about because obviously they're going to take over the gym. I mean. <laughs> well, and, and that article, at least the one I read, had a lot of quotes from Arnold Schwarzenegger, who's down there all the time and buys and sells property down there all the time. He's for like the past thirty years, and they were talking with him and how he was like talking about how Google's coming in and going to change things, blah blah blah. And towards the end of the article, they said, "Well, Google's not the only one. The old Gold Gym um, has been recently been bought out and turned into luxury shops and apartments and high end restaurants. And the new tenant." <laughs> Slash owners Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> so he's doing it to him too. <laughs> well, I love this. This guy, I'll uh, quote here is Nathaniel Moon, bulging with muscles, called it the ultimate revenge of the nerds, the greatest way of getting back at all the guys that stuffed people from Google into lockers from high school and stole all their prom dates. And you can't fight against Google because they've got billions of dollars. But he added, I love their search engine. <laughs> I freaking loved it. Have, oh have, you ever thought, have you ever thought about narrating books? Because you did that in one of those book narrator kind of voices. It was really I, good. Thank you. Thank you. I try. It's, I, 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 I like to play when I'm with my, my son. I, I'm always reading to him. So sometimes I do a different voice. <laughs> okay, that's I think enough. Sarah thinks I'm nuts. <laughs> well, I am, but so it doesn't really matter. But um, So on, on, on down to the news here. But, but uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Back to that. What do you think Google's actually doing? Why are they bu- buying a bunch of property? In Venice Beach, I mean, they're. they're oh, they, I just figure they want nice. They're all about the 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 um, high energy locations for their employees. You know, I mean, it's a healthy area. I mean, they can go for walks. They can do whatever. It's, it's, and, it's not a healthy area. It's still a very dangerous area. There's drug dealers and vagrants and and street oh. performance. It's not a very nice area at all. Even to, it's better than oh. what it's like five or six years ago, but it's still not a great space to be. I've only reason. seen it. In in TV, <laughs> never actually been there. So, yes. was was that? That's where the Chevy Chase movie where he was playing the vagrant. What was that movie? I don't remember. But oh, Fletch. Fletch. Yes, that's was that where that was because it seems those like are, it. those are awesome. Uh, yeah, who knows? But I, I mean, it seems to me like they're trying to transform the area and get a, get their people down to a nice area. So right. nicer area anyway. They I mean, they were really bad. It's bad area. <laughs> We can't speculate on some kind of conspiracy that they're going to like, I don't know. Not with our limited time. (laughs) Fine. I'll I'll come up with a conspiracy for next time. Okay. So uh, sort of. Sort of on topic is Twitter down was for one hour was down for one hour yesterday, which of course sent so many people flocking to their psychiatrists and. Didn't know what to do, really. Send them flocking to Facebook is where it sent them flocking to. <laughs> uh, I remember I was actually in the middle, middle of a, a, a demonstration with a, a, a new platform. And they were, they were, they were like, oh, I guess we can't show you how Twitter interacts with this. And uh, <laughs> well, it was awkward. It, there, was a, there was a hacker group that took responsibility for it. And I don't remember their name, but Twitter came back and said, nope, nope, it was just system errors. So it would be really interesting to find out if they actually hacked it and Twitter's covering and saying, no, we're secure, or these guys were just trying to, to glom onto the, you know, the event, get some popularity for themselves. It was a, a one guy um, who had bought, or at least this is the one I heard about, had, bought, had gotten a uh, Twitter ID that was something about crawling or something, and it was crawl me or I don't know it was some weird name but uh, he kept saying that it's him and I'm, I'm in there chomping away at their wires and blah 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 blah. it was a joke but of course it just happened to fall on the right time 
<laughs> yeah, well, I read one about a group of people that actually claim responsibility that were somewhat connected to the anonymous group. So, uh, well, onto Google. Um, Google is testing new top-down domain uh, or top-down navigation. Uh, somewhat interesting. I actually think it's a lot better, personally. Um, I'll give you a link to the video there, John. I'll put it on our uh, Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash SEO 101 podcast. Uh, so you'll see that there. What do you think of it? I think it's an interesting move from a business standpoint because they're putting so much emphasis on the knowledge graph and a lot of that information is in the same place where you would normally see ads. And by taking this navigation and putting it to top, they can now put their ads on the left-hand side where the navigation is now and put the knowledge graph on the right-hand side and, and still keep their their advertiser base happy. Yeah, and the left-hand side, as we know from all heat models, is pretty much where people look. Of course, now they'll screw it all up. No one will be looking there anymore after all the ads get there. Yeah, all the heat, <laughs> mo- all the heat models go out of the window when they do this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and just so everyone knows, heat models are, are used that they, they, they watch people's eyes and see where they move on the page, use their mouse, they track that as well. And there's specific parts of the page that people like to look at when they first get to it. And if you look online for heat maps, Google or website heat maps, you'll see some examples. It's pretty fascinating. But just keep in mind, whatever you're looking at may be at a date. It does change, like we were talking about, because advertising gets in the way and makes people change their habits or, or just simply they get more advanced. Yeah, and they they have a little bit of this, something like this from the click traffic inside of Google Analytics. Don't they still have that? Where you can look at the uh, the click paths and it shows them in, in kind of like a heat map inside of Analytics. I haven't seen this. the heat map one, but I've seen the, yeah definitely the path. But I'm not yeah, sure I've seen it, the heat. It, it uses the same kind of technology instead of following your eyes, though it follows your mouse. I'm sure ah. people are clicking on your site. Okay. Well, we've got uh, good news for everyone this week. We have left the rest of this time to uh, uh, get into some questions. But before we do that, we're going to take a quick break. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. How far do your ads reach? You don't have to fly around the world for the right consumers and clients to find your business. What you need is profit through performance. Location 3 Media helps you to increase your brand's findability and performance. Let Location 3 Media help you create efficient and effective online marketing campaigns that fit your needs and get you results. We know every click starts a journey. Where will your brand be on the path? Visit Location3Media.com. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS, text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm, sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. How much time do you spend on SEO research and competitor analysis? What if we told you that there was an easier, faster way? Searchmetrics SEO software propels you to top positions on search engines around the world with our unique global search, social, and competitive data in over 60 countries. Gain a competitive advantage today 
with searchmetrics.com. That's searchmetrics.com. Your virtual webmaster frat house. Webmasterradio.fm. Hey, bring your togas. Webmasterradio.fm. Thanks for listening. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm, hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Step Forth Web Marketing, Inc. I just covered a few pieces of news, but uh, really wanted to roll into some of these questions and catch up. Uh, thanks, everyone, for them. And, and now we're, we're pretty much going to get through all of them, I hope. Um, and if we don't, well, there might be a few left, but otherwise, please bring them on. Bring more, 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 more. It's, it's really easy for us. We have long, busy days, and we can get here, and we just find questions. You make our content for us. It's fantastic. So um, to begin, uh, why don't you take the first question there? And this is a great question, too. Um, except for it's addressed to you, it says, hi, Ross, so I don't really feel comfortable answering it, but I will. All right. <laughs> Mark McLaughlin says, thanks for your prezzo at WordPress Meetup today. That would be Ross. Um, question, not sure you covered this before. Pros and cons for SEO. Designing a single responsive site versus designing both a desktop site and a mobile optimized sites. What are your thoughts? Um, so the question is basically, from, from an SEO perspective, is it better to design a single responsive site or having two sites or two sets of code, one for a desktop and one for mobile optimized. Um, since we're talking specifically SEO, I would say without a doubt, a single responsive site is absolutely the best way to go. Um, particularly because Google just came out um, at SMX Advanced a couple of weeks ago with recommendations saying the best way to do this is to use responsive design. So, you know, from an SEO perspective, we have it from the horse's mouth. Design, uh, responsive design is the way to go. You can still do it with, with the others um, if you need to, but they say the recommended way, without a doubt, is responsive design. Um, do you want to uh, just explain to the listeners what responsive design is? Sure. So, responsive design is one set of code on your web page that reacts to the device that's seeing it. So, instead of having a redirect for a mobile version of your site that redirects to like m.domain.com, which is a separate set of code than your main site, it's really your site design reacts to the device it's being seen on. Um, I'm sure you've all seen it if you've used tablets and phones to see websites. Some of them do it and some of them don't. Um, so really it's one set of code, responsive design, as opposed to multiple sets of code, and, it's, and the, the browser is sent the different code based on the device. Um, and that's what he means by having both a desktop and a mobile opali- mobile optimized mobile optimized <laughs> site. <laughs> An optimized yeah. site is if you were in Willy Wonka's castle building websites. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I personally I I get frustrated because uh, my first focus always has to be. You know, I mean, it's going to change someday, but at this point, it has to be the site what people see on their computer, their laptop, not so much their mobile experience. It's, it's, it's already someday, Ross. 45% of sites in, in many cases are being visited by mobile devices. 45% of you know, our sites. Don't tell are, me that. I don't have time to do it right now. Yeah. It's, <laughs> but I've got a startup. That's I'm social sorry, media but tips, it's not right? someday. 
It's not so. Yeah, 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 yeah. I heard. I heard. I you. would not be surprised if next year they come out with statistics saying more people visit, visit websites on mobile devices than desktops by next year. I'm just head in the sand. All right, let me be. <laughs> I'm pulling your head <laughs> out of the sand. <laughs> Shake I, that uh, sand out of your hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, when you're an alpha form, when you're trying to launch an alpha site, which is what socialmediatips.com will be when we launch, um, it's going to have issues. We can't fix responsive code at the same time. I, I know big companies could with more budgets, but we don't have a budget. So and, I'll uh, have to stick to. Since that question was specific to pros and cons for SEO, and that's, that was the right answer. But there is, if you're thinking about beyond SEO, there are times when a desktop and mobile sites having two different ones are the right way to go. If you have different functionality based on the the device that the site's being seen on, you may need to have two different sets of code. Um, but from an SEO standpoint, they say use responsive, and I agree. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think in the ideal world, uh, having a site that literally reacts to the type of uh, product going to it is, wow, it's fantastic. Um, I've always wanted my own transformer too, but it's all a matter of, <laughs> I don't know, it's, it's a lot of money to do that too. When you say it's a wholly different type of design that, uh, frankly, I don't know many designers, I, I know there are some, and, and locally even, that have the, the gumption to do that, like the actual... I get a lot of pushback when, I, when I'm talking to designers and they say it costs more, but it's going to be to the point at some day where if the designers are not doing that straight off the bat, they're going to lose business. That 100% really, agree. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I just know that right now that it's the talent is, is lacking right now in that market. And uh, it's going to be tougher for some of your small business owners out there to get this. Um, and, and that's where I think the um, the non-ideal version of having a – secondary redirect like a redirect to a say uh, one of those sites that are again i don't like this i'm not saying i love this but it's it's the easiest solution for small business is um redirecting to one of those sites that are auto created based on your content um, i know Ooh. i know but as long as you can customize it it can be better than it sounds it can be yeah, yeah. as long as it's got all the quality it's got it's got the reason people go to your site is on there and it's presented in a format that's useful to someone, then at least it gives okay. you something versus a broken the, experience from someone the, going there on a mobile yeah, phone or something. Yeah, it's better than a broken experience, but you know, a turtle can run faster than a horse if the horse is lame. So that, you know, there's ways that those things can be better, but you want, a, you want a fast horse. You don't want a lame turtle. Yeah. I know, but you're coming from the corporate world, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> I, but no, even in small business, you know, on the web, small business is getting more and more competitive online. And even yeah. at that space, you know, you've got to put the resources to it. You have to do it um, or you're not going to survive long term. People have to realize that the web and the Internet is a new communications model that people expect to use. People are using more and more. And if you're just putting it off, if you've got your head buried in the sand, you're going to get post at some point now for clarity purposes every time i pretty much say anything on the show it's here and now i mean come on we live in the internet world you can never say that that's going to be good enough for a while even it's it's for here and now if, if my budget was tight i would go that other route versus a broken experience and i would always go the best route i would just take more time to do it based on budget so i just put a link on our facebook page from uh 
the official Google Webmaster Central blog about recommendations for building smartphone optimized sites where they say specifically use use it. Awesome. If you guys want to read it directly, it's on our Facebook. Does Google still have that system which converts sites? Remember, they were one of the first ones to have it out. I don't know. That's a good question. Hmm. I wonder if they shuttered it when they put that out there. I can't even recall what it was called, but it was. I, uh, I know they closed a lot of programs when they when they when um, uh, the new CEO Larry took over. They closed a lot of programs to put resources towards Google Plus. My guess is that was one of them. That Larry oh, desktop yeah. search. Damn it! I'll never forgive him for that. <laughs> I miss it so much. Uh, okay. Uh, well, let's take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to answer two more questions before the end of the show. Lots to go through. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Rise links and web indexes. Take a bow to the largest link map in the world. Majestic SEO. Majestic SEO wields its virtual sort with speed and accuracy to deliver detailed reports of your company's link data and that of your competition. Let Majestic SEO make you your own king of internet marketers and join the crusade of clients and agencies that have chosen the noble choice for link intelligence. MajesticSEO.com Maximize ROI to use your time and let Majestic wield its mighty sword. MajesticSEO.com. It's good to be king. Podcasting at the speed of sound. WebmasterRadio.fm. The flamethrower. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. So this next question is from uh, Richard. Richard, he's one of our 
our regular listeners. He says, as mentioned on your last show, ironically, I was checking into Bing Shopping when Google announced it's doing away with free Google Merchant Center feeds. It appears Bing will let you upload a free feed, but it pushes its partnership with Shopping.com over our, but haven't had a chance to test yet. Anyone else have any experience? I can't say I do yet. How about you? I don't, I don't either. We don't, we don't use the Shopping feeds. Um, so I don't know. I, I, Danny did talk about this at SMX Advance a bit. Um, he was complaining basically that now it's pay-to-play, paid inclusion for the for the, sh- the shopping sites, um, and he was really not happy with that. Um, but other than that, that's all I've heard about it. Unfortunately, Richard, I wish I can't give you much more information on that one. Oh, he stumped us. Oh, <laughs> oh well. <laughs> it's got to happen, I guess, occasionally. I, I, I would love to know more about this, so um, I'll add it to my long list of things to look into. But uh, I wouldn't doubt. I mean, it's Microsoft. I, they're always going to – I mean, it, it doesn't really surprise me that they're pushing their partnership with Shopping.com over the feeds they're getting because it's free. They can do that. So yeah, it's unfortunate, but uh, I, I, if you have I, any I, I, feedback, you can – yeah. I'll shoot out an email. I've got to call people like an email at Microsoft and see if they'll tell me anything. I'm not sure they cool. will, but it doesn't hurt to ask. Yeah, no doubt. So uh, the next question is from Justin Walmsley. Uh, he says, hey, Ross or John, a quick question. I have a site with approximately 3,000 backlinks, of which I would estimate 1,000 to be poor quality, i.e. crappy. <laughs> links or crappy links, thanks to the work of a previous SEO. Boo! Those previous what SEOs. Per- <laughs> what percentage would you say I should try to get removed before resubmitting to Google? I, the site got the unnatural link email. Uh-oh. Uh, I've currently only had approximately 100 removed. I'm planning on running another two phases of asking for the links to be removed by email. When should I submit my removed link evidence to Google? Thanks in advance. Ah, so the John Mueller comes to mind. John Mueller answered this question on the Webmaster Forums on Google. Um, we have a very specific number for you. So if you have a thousand poor quality links, you need to get rid of 80, 850 of them before you resubmit. He said 85% is about, as long as they're seeing something happen, as long as they see that you're really trying to get rid of this stuff, um, at about 85%, he said it's okay to resubmit. Um, he did also say that they take a sampling of links so that they might look at 50 of those thousand links. And when they go back after you resubmit and they check, they look at those same 50 to see if there's any change. So there is always the possibility that the 50 they picked are still in the, you know, the 150 you have left. So it's always better to get rid of all of them if you can. But if you're at about 85%, you probably can go ahead and do the resubmission. Yeah, and face it, no one's going to be able to get rid of all of them. So it's a bit of a crapshoot. But uh, I actually had to file a reconsideration request today for a client, and it was because uh, he came to us with this penalty already. And he had said that uh, um, he hired a company out of of, uh, some Middle Eastern country, and they had (laughs) done link building, and it was – crazy expensive I, I almost fell on my chair when i heard how much it cost and when i looked quality of the, re, the results it was frightening and you know it's it's it's, it's a shame because he really got taken advantage of um and here he is he's had to change domains completely there is no way in hell we're going to go through all those links and get them changed this is yeah, just is not cost effective and, and mr cuts did say specifically when talking about this issue but some sites may have to start all over again 
that there's just yeah. no way to clean it up. Now, I should note, the reason we put a re- reconsideration request in was because it was originally 301 redirecting to the new site he had. So um, the tarnished reputation had passed on to the new site. So oh, now geez. we've had to resubmit under the new site and say, look, we've shut the other one down. We've done this and done this and done this. Please reconsider us. Yeah. I mean, I think his, his chances are fantastic now at getting back in because he's literally cut off those links at the knees. Uh, they're going to a 404 now. Um, but the perfect. one thing we do have to do is we have to go to the old site, research all of the old good links that he had, even though there weren't that many, and get them to switch it to the new site. Oh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's, a, it's an inter- interesting world we live in now when it comes to that stuff. It definitely is. Uh, well, thanks, Justin. That was a great question. Uh, do you want to take the next one, Sean? Um, only because you want me to try to pronounce the last name, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Just say Lewis. <laughs> Lewis. Lewis, I'm sorry. I'm not going to destroy your last name. I've, I've had many people destroy <laughs> mine, and I know how bad it feels, so I'm going to save you that. Um, podca- podcast question. Do you think Google Plus will be the end of Google? Integration with Google Places is now forcing users to use OpenTable to make restaurant reservations, Zagat for reviews, Search Your World, etc. I think they are becoming a portal like Yahoo did years ago. Interesting, mm. interesting question. Uh, first of all, the first part of your question, do you think Google Plus will be the end of Google? Absolutely not. It, it will not. Um, it's changing the direction of Google, yes. But I think they're on a path that's, that's going to keep them um, relevant. If they would have just stayed with search and didn't do anything else, then they would have had problems being staying relevant three, four years from now. Um, so this is definitely a, a positive thing for them. The way they're implementing it now, I, my opinion is you know, just the Zagat reviews and the open table. That's just because it's new. I think it will open up. I think eventually they'll, you know, they're not going to be locked into services like that. What do you, what do you think, Ross? Well, I 100% agree. It's not the end of Google. I think it's a, they've made mistakes there, big ones, huge ones, massive ones. They're really good at that. But uh, they just, they're just stumbling ahead. And they really are stumbling, in my opinion. But they're, they're, they're determined to get this done, and no matter who they piss off. And, and it's ultimately going to shake out. It really will. It's just it's not going to be an easy process for anyone. I'm sure of it. Uh, now, the integration with Google Places, I mean, you know much more about that still than I, I do at all. But uh, what I have experienced so far is um, some annoyance. I really miss video. I know it's coming. It should come, but I still miss it. Um, I loved having video on my site. It added that extra dimension. Uh, people could actually see me. They could. Uh, there's something about a watching someone speak for that extra people bit of could confidence, see you right? And you, people could see you and you loved that? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Whoa. I'm so remembering that. Okay. <laughs> uh, the one thing that really gets me, though, is the Zag thing. I can't stand those reviews. I know it's established, but it's only established for the really high end of high end, uh, you know, restaurants and stuff. I mean, in terms, I know it was for other ones, but that's the only thing I ever paid attention to it on. And yeah, it was uh, actually- to have a business. Ugh. I always thought Zagat was for restaurants, right? Just restaurants. And then I was doing, I was preparing, I'm doing a presentation this weekend for the New Jersey Dental Association. And I was preparing my deck and I was doing some stuff. And dentists have Zagat ratings. And there were, there were dentists that had 20, 30 reviews on Zagat. I was very impressed. I didn't realize that. Hmm. I didn't either. I thought it was hotels and restaurants. I didn't know it wasn't. Yeah. Oh, weird. 
well, I guess it's expanded a lot since, I mean, I, I really didn't pay attention to it, but uh, obviously now we have to. Um, right. We are at their whim. <laughs> it's frightening. Um, that is but true. It, it, Lewis, I think it's a really good point there, that they're becoming a portal. Like, I, mean, I can totally see where your logic is there. Um, I don't think they ultimately will, but I can totally see where you got that from. I mean, it's they really are making those kind of moves. And, and I think yeah, I don't think they're becoming a. I don't think they're becoming a portal. I think they're going to keep all their individual properties. And you go to YouTube to do YouTube. You go to Blogger to do that. You go to Google to do search. Um, what they're doing, what Google Plus is doing, we've said it many times. It's this layer of social interconnectivity across all these different properties. So unlike Yahoo, that tried to put everything on one page. So you only had to go to one destination. They're not doing that. You still have to go to the different destinations no. to do the different things, but it's, they're all going to be interconnected through this Google Plus layer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's fun. I, 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 as much as they drive me insane with some of these changes, I like change. I love change. It's what keeps me busy, really. I mean, if everything stayed the same, I wouldn't have a business because, uh, frankly, it's just too easy at some points when it gets that quiet. But all this change is certainly keeping us busy. <laughs> You know what you could do, though? If, if they stayed everything the same, you could start a business where you reviewed rums. <laughs> just, just do a site where you review types of rums, start tweeting about it, and have companies send you rum all the time. That would be a good business. Oh, rum. I can forget yes. you saying rum. Yeah, I'm not sure my liver would be too happy about that. But you know what? <laughs> nice idea. <laughs> I could definitely get into it. Uh, I think we're down to our last couple minutes here so i think we better wrap it up we have one more question which we'll leave for next time but uh thank you everyone wow that's a awesome set of questions and and we now expect you to fill it up for next time please uh <laughs> since these are free <laughs> questions free answers i hope you will be all right with that <laughs> is, your, is your homework send us questions yes yes please well, on behalf, behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, if you'd like to contact me, my email address is ross at stepforth.com. And you can also reach John Carcutt via Twitter, at John Carcutt. Thanks for joining us today on SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Remember, we are on at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern every Monday on webmasterradio.fm. And you can always leave your questions or anything for that matter at uh, facebook.com slash SEO 101 podcast. We hope you tune in for our show next week. Thanks for listening, everybody.